Alright, hello and welcome to another episode of the Give Us A Spell podcast. Uh, Magic Millions Week, plenty of sales going on, the two-year-olds, the three-year-olds are racing this weekend and the sales have been pretty amazing, $2.6 million sunlight was going uh, for a bloody big amount. Uh, if you didn't listen, Zach Lloyd, we spoke to during the week, um, a great little chat for a man that is only 19 years old, serving a one-month suspension. He's uh, getting in a lot of trouble in that aspect, but uh, absolutely flying at the moment, and plenty of the other apprentices have spoken to us recently as well, if you want to talk to them. But uh, this weekend, all Magic Millions, it is absolutely boiling up there, and we've got Tommy and Coey with us. G'day, boys. Um, yeah, another another big week of racing. Um, not so much Rose Hill. I guess everyone on the east coast of um, Australia are going to be up in the Magic Millions. They probably started on Tuesday from the sales onwards, and it's yeah, it's looking like a pretty hot card to bet at. So yeah, looking forward to kind of dissect it and have a bit of fun and couple of couple of bets, I guess. Tommy, you're heading up to the Goldie tomorrow, I believe, to work, but you had a Sprite, or I saw a Sprite horse go for a fair bit yesterday. Yeah, it was pretty good, mate. Um, Godolphin with the underbitter, and Coolmore managed to buy it, so some heavy hitters there. I think you Longmore had a couple of bids too, and um, still have 50%, or well, the farm has 50% of it, so... Um, what did it go for? Good help, pay the uh, 1.6. Shit, So 1.6. Um, Yeah, and... and some good quotes from Magnia after seeing it, saying it was a um, really target for as one of their stallions uh, going forward. They want to make the stallion, and you don't see Godolphin bid on many colts either. So I think they had a high opinion of it as well, which is um, which is pretty good. And still having half the mare as well is um, good going forward. So that was exciting. I got to be up there for a bit last week and see um, go to the sales and see a lot of people around. It's um, good time of year to be up there. I assume good often don't get outbid too often either. Yeah, you, you probably got to think that as well. But uh, I don't think Coolmore get outbid either when they've got pretty deep pockets as well. So it was um, no, it was nice. A cool thing up there, obviously, is the race along the beach. Uh, did either of you work on that the other day across Sky? My pony was going around there. It wasn't one of the ones that ran up the Gold Coast Highway, fortunately. But uh, wasn't that a bit of a shit show? It was pretty funny to watch. Uh, Either of you working on it? No, I was doing the trials. I was. I had a jolly old time doing sunny coast trials uh, and having a, an hour off in between for the barrage or so. Uh, I wasn't. I was in the office. I just wasn't doing the yeah. the draw or anything of that coverage. So I, I don't think Tom was there either, and I think he was kind of glad. Tommy, what's is that like a like a, It's a pretty iconic thing. Every single year they run along the beach and all that sort of gear, but that sort of thing with horses, you know getting away and then running up and down the highway, has that made a bit of a dent on wanting to do it further, like next year? Has there any been any talk like that? Well, mate, I, hearing from the jockeys, I, um, I've i heard a couple of things that they actually told the organisers a couple of times that you got too many horses here. Yeah. So I, I normally think it's like a couple of races of four or five horses. But um, they, they just keep adding every year more and more. Which you, like you like to see the race and it's good novelty and all that, but it's not for anything big or anything. Or you you probably can say it more, Zach. But it's um it's a sort of novelty thing, and that I know they were concerned, and I they do have barriers up. I, I've I asked a couple of people, and what had happened actually, the tide had gone out, and so they've got they've actually um, 
got stuck in the sand a little bit with the, mm. the water and then when it's coming out and because the tide had gone out, the barriers were only halfway down. So they've gone into the beach and then gone around these barriers and that's how they've gone into town. It was a miracle no horse was hurt. <laughs> yeah, and like I said, they're not... It's not like these are the multi-million dollar yearlings and stuff. The horse I have is an ex-race horse from years ago that's training for show jumping and all that sort of gear and just gets the call up every year to do, do the run. I think Ben Thompson was aboard mine uh, in that in the last race where they did the bolt and he sort of he said he said that he sort of saw it from afar that there was too many horses, like you said, Tom, and then at the end they were sort of banking up and sort of like running into each other with it near where that fence was because the tide was coming in, so he just stuck at the back. Obviously, my horse would have been winning if it, if it was in full pelt, but um, yeah, brutal, but glad um, glad it didn't. But you're up there tomorrow, Tommy? Yeah, so fine up there. Some good racing, as we'll touch on. Um, First class. Just looking as well. Um, I think the record's been broken at the sales just now. Um, really? I'm Invincible, and a heat cult was just sold for $2.7 million to Cornwall. <laughs> So, um, and another I'm Invincible as well that they're after, and Anna Head was um, pretty good. I think it might be her first or second mare, uh, second bolt. So, I think it's it, second. Um, I think you're right to say. Yeah, I don't know. I wonder if they've got their first or who had their first, but that's um, that's huge. It's crazy the amount of money that's going up there 2.6, 2.7 million. It is uh, pretty full on. It would have been really good just then. Uh, Tommy sent a little tip yesterday, which Mick Wallace had tipped on top of a horse at 150 to 1, boosted to 200 to 1, and also $31 the place around fourth. So that sucked. But um, you could just see how much influence he has with those country tracks that as soon as he he did it last night, it was into about 40 bucks this morning. So it was a bloody good run. Got, got checked in the straight and would have run a nice place at $31. Cowie was firing in the protest from studio. So was I. Um, saying that was a little interference because I think we're all on each way. But, um, yeah, some of these tipsers do some some really good work. Um, it's a shame you can't bet on four sometimes because, yeah, like um, it, it, it was a pretty good run for $150. A horse that had had 15 starts and never placed before. So yeah. it shows you the efforts that these uh, form uh students actually put in. Yeah, they don't just whack on the $2 favourite. The fact that I li- went back and listened to what Mick said and he said something about it's always run over a 1,000 and ran really well and this time it was up a couple hundred metres and look, everything he sort of said was right. Uh, in, just- in, hindsight, in hindsight though, it's quite funny. Like, I I don't know, it's all hindsight kind of stuff but if we boxed the the three favourites and threw Mix on topper in, it would have been 268 to 1. So it's kind of like... God, God damn it! Yeah, <laughs> you know, it, yeah, it was the first. It, it was in market order, essentially. So it's the top three favourites, and yeah, mix one obviously elevated by I think it was eleven bucks a place or twelve bucks a place or whatever it is. Mm. God damn it! Hurts, bloody hurts. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right, well, let's so obviously Gold Coast is a big thing this weekend. Uh, our norm is Sydney racing, so we're going to have a look at Gold Coast and have a look at Sydney. We're going to go through all the races. If we don't know much, we'll just skim over it and move on to the next. But let's kick off with Gold Coast. Uh, a lot of the big name jocks are up there. You've got your Jamie Cars, Craig Williams, J Mac, they're all up there. 
Uh, and we kick off with Ezekiel in the Magic Millions Country Cup. $3.30 in, for, in a bit. Uh, situation rooms come in. Golan, who is absolutely flying. King Gutho is going around. That will just, people will just be backing that just because of the name. And also J-Mac, but it has drawn uh, a barrier close to Doombin. Uh, you'll be missed. Xanthus, unassailable, and a great name called Brad is also there. Coe, you done anything for the first at Gold Coast? I think the favourite's actually close to a good thing. I don't want to. I don't want to be, you know, Cody Morgan. Put in the put put in the special on. I just yeah, nice little handy type from Australian Bloodstock. Jamie Carr on board. Handy gate, fifty four and a half kilos. I mean, it ticks a lot of boxes. And I think, yeah, I mean, a lot of these far north Queensland form is pretty hard to line up, but. Yeah, the I think the runs on the board with Ezekiel, so I'm kind of with the favourite. And King Gutho's way under, so I think it's just J Mac priced. Yeah, if that makes sense. Car park draw, like you mentioned, seven dollars fifty. I'd be I'd be looking closer to double figures, regardless to name or north. And the only other one I can give half a breath to is Xanthus, but yeah, the favourite for me. All right, Tommy. Yeah, um, not much sad. Yeah, Ezekiel, I think had some country champs form and. Um, yeah, you see the likes of King Gutho and uh, his teammate for this year as well at Para Hodgson in the $15 as well. But um, no, I think Zeke will be definitely hard to beat. I don't mind. King Gutho on his day, definitely a chance. And I think the Gulf Coast track would suit it, but so many inconsistent runs in between. So you just don't know what King Gutho you're going to get. Uh, you were pretty much taking a stab here in race number two. They're all, it is called the debut two-year-old plate. Uh not much to say. Getty is the favourite. Tommy's up there riding for the Snowdens at 280. Steel City's there at 5 bucks. I'm not going to say too much more because I haven't watched any of the trials or anything. But, uh, Coey, anything on these first starters? I'm only assuming if there's one more scratching, Steel City will go up to Queensland. So it's nominated down in Sydney for race one, I believe, the, the two-year-old two race down here. Um, really nice trial form. Really, really nice. Uh Five bucks I could probably entertain. Barrier seven seems handy enough. So five bucks, J Mac Factor, I could probably entertain that one. Getty, on the other hand, oh, Tommy's gonna yeah, need a little bit of luck, I think. But saying that, warranted favourite, two horse race for mine. Money's fluctuated pretty hard. You got the likes of marching for Timmy Clark, four fifty to eleven. There's been money for Storm, the Ramparts, uh, even Aristella. What do you reckon, Tommy? Yeah, very hard sort of race to line up, as you mentioned. But you got to think the Snowdens um, are flying at the moment with their two-year-olds. They always are, and there's a bit of money for the favourites. So you you got to say it's got to have a massive chance. Steel City, Kelly's already mentioned. And, yeah, I, you just got to pay attention sort of probably what money is going to be there on the day. The Bjorn Baker one, interesting as well. McDonald on to Bjorn, drawn one at the Goldie. I reckon if you can... Get a bit of a lead as well, might be a bit of a shout. But um, it's an interesting concept, I will say that, the the debut. But, um, yeah, it might be a race to let through the keeper. Uh, what, what, one thing to note is, um, we should have mentioned it at the top, but uh, if, if it runs, if the track runs anything like it did last week, I think we need to keep an eye on the rail and uh, on speed because last week was very on-speed dominant. So... Um, the early supremacy from a handy draw 
we'll probably see some uh, horses fluctuate inwards if that were to be the case. Yeah, I think uh, it will probably be leader heavy again. But we got a distance race in race three, the Sub Zero Skylab is there. You got the likes of Big Boy Roy, Street Dancer, Too Much Caviar, Ashgrove. They've all had decent coin for them. Nothing overly on the drift. Well, I guess one at odds that's had a bit of a coin for it is Head of State, Pikey aboard for Chris Waller. Uh, tough one, Tommy. Twenty two hundred meters, million dollar race. Yeah, and as Kelly mentioned, like um, there there would have there would have been a bit more um, bit even to the back markers if they got the rain that they thought they were going to get, but it's sort of stayed dry all week. So I I think that I can't back Skylab because of it. Um, wide gate needs to get back, needs a lot of luck, small track. I, I'm I'm one of the biggest Skylab fans, and normally back at my starts, but. I don't think I can have it here. I think Deficit, maybe off a short backup, could win it. But the horse I really like is actually Zumon. I think Abdullah rode the track so well last week. And from barrier four, I think as Coe mentioned, like if you can get if you can get that lead and you can um, dictate as Brenton was doing last week pretty well. I I I really like Zumon. Um, I think nine dollars is a great price, low weight. Um, Gaze will be fit and uh, stay in race. I think, yeah, this this is the uh, sort of race road, so I really like Zumon. Coe, you want to give any love to Warning? Warning? Man, it's so hard to catch that horse. Like, I, a couple starts back, I had a little each way on it, and it was – I think it came fourth or fifth. I can't remember. Fourth, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, and uh, just like that is just the typical Warning kind of run. Like, it looks like it's going to improve off the back of that, and – just goes nowhere again, so I'm kind of off it. Um, as for this race, it's actually really tricky because you know what, Toby, there is an absolute stack of speed for a little like a stayers race here. Uh, I think it's drawn right across one of the only horses that go back, uh, the likes of Skylab, and I'm trying to look through the page. Teresa probably goes back a little bit. Uh, Head of State could go forward or sit midfield. But there's quite a lot of front-running rides here. So, fun fact, zoom on, too much caviar. Um, Parry Sound's known to go a little bit forward. So, it, it's going to be really interesting to watch. Um, saying that, I want to be, I guess, with the speed. And uh, I think I'm happy to go with you, Tommy, with both the Waterhouse bot kind of runners. So, too much caviar, zoom on. Zumon's probably a little bit more in favour with that low draw, like you said. So I'm kind of leaning that way. But, yeah, um, it wouldn't surprise me if Skylab did, you know, defy the the track kind of patterns mm. and flew home late, just purely because it's drawn right across. Those two Waterhouse runners, both nine bucks a piece. Uh, the Syndicate is the next one, race four, also a million-dollar race. Scalopini is the fave, and Zara gets the board, the right aboard here. So, um, 11-11, a lot of people's favourite horse, or have a soft spot for it. J-Mac gets the ride for Hickman, it's four bucks. Hidden Wealth is there. Rangers can always pop up. A uh, bit of coin for Contemptuous. Chris, uh, Craig Williams riding uh, 19 bucks into 11. You've got Rupertar, which owes me a stack of coin, and then a couple of others are sort of drifted or at bigger odds there. Uh, Tommy, bit of coin for the fave? Yeah, it's first up record's not too bad, and um, it's sort of been a mainstay in these Queensland carnivals over the last few years, and you, you got to understand why there as well, because it runs so consistently. It's had a, it, it goes well first up, runs well at the Gold Coast. Um, but speaking of horses that you said people like and run well at the Gold Coast, it's 11-11, and it's always his target, this carnival. And yeah, I, I sort of got to be with him. He gets McDonald um, for Hickman, and he just, he just loves the track so much. He... 
wins a race up here every year and the syndicate might be the race for him this year. Um, I, I think it's, yeah, the target and it, it sets up for him really good. So I reckon 11-11, Scalapini's got to be a bit of a danger and there's a few, you can make a case for a few more, but I'll go with 11-11. Pretty sure, what did 11-11 won uh, the Magic Millions Cup? I can see here, beat Holyfield and Apache Chase last year. Uh, so... It, it'll be going for a four, four, Peter, four in a row. Yeah, I think it is. It, it, so, I think, yeah. Technically, I it, it won't happen. Yeah, Allegad blood. No, he's technically got first in the end because it had to get relegated. So no, no, he, no. But uh, it, there's more news to that Kelly. They, they've given it back to Alligator blood. Oh, really? Yeah, there was something a couple of weeks ago about them oh, giving God. the race back to Alligator blood, and there's a whole debacle about it now. But. That Either is a way, it runs well. Eleven Eleven runs well at the Gold Coast. Regardless, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, saying all that, I mean, it's shit. I'd love to be on Eleven Eleven, but I'm I'm going to go against it. I'll probably be pulling my hair out come you know Saturday. But I'm going to go with the Queenslander in centre for uh, Hidden Wealth. Sorry, Hidden Wealth uh, scratched out of last week's race to specifically target this race. Uh, Fifty five kilos looks ideal. Uh, it's a really lightly raced horse. It's only a three-year-old gelding. Um, I think you will find that it'll be a good, you know, a good track. Distance shouldn't probably be an issue. I think when Tony Golan targets races like this, I yeah, you have to be wary of it. And I think this horse has plenty of upscope, and I wouldn't be discouraged to back him in. So I'm with the bottom weight here, Hidden Wealth. Hidden Wealth, 650, looking to make it four from five and get Steph aboard. Steph's ridden it every time too. So like there, race number five, the fillies and mares. We've got Kiku, uh, one of Tommy's, I think, from memory. Uh, Brenton's aboard for Abdullah. Uh, Brenton's aboard for Waller, I mean. 380, Barossa Rosa is there. Jimmy Byrne aboard. Brooke Spire going around. J-Mac on. Mimi Lagarde, Jamea, Vangelic, Diamonds. Actually, a pretty cracking race here, Tommy. Uh, not much coin for many of them, though. They're all sort of, yeah, not much money for any, for any of them, really. What do you reckon? Yeah, I think Kiku's a big chance, yeah. I, I'm my aunt and uncle going to share in it. That's, uh, That's right. always why I follow it a bit. And, um, yeah, I think it was a bit disappointing first up. But, yeah, definitely can go well here. Mentioned about Brenton earlier. He's riding really well. Ross Rosa has been really good for Tracy as well. Um doing really well last start. But, yeah, I think the Gold Coast might be a bit of a query for it. But it, it, I don't, you never know. It might actually suit it as well. The one I really like is actually Jamea. I think first up. Um, and finally getting some good tracks compared to last prep where he just kept running into bogs. And I, I really think it's a good track. Tommy Berry on for Robert and Luke. Uh, could be all right. So Jamea's a watch, and but I'll go Kiku uh, for the Quillinet. Quinella. Jamea and Kiku, Koei, either of them? Yeah, I've got just a little bit of query how Kiku would handle Gold Coast. A little bit of query. I just doesn't get that, you know, that big, you know, swooping, like, long straight to finish off on. Uh, if it brings any form, like the Theo Marks last preparation, it, it's hands down the best horse in this race. Hands down. Um, saying that it does settle probably midfield. It gets a nice draw, but it probably needs to step a little bit more forward, which I'm not sure if it will like. So saying that, I'm going to go, yeah, Barossa Rosa, as Tom, Tommy already mentioned, he, she actually beat Kiku last start in the Nudgy, and I think it looks to map well. I think there is a little – that Miss Hipstar, who's drawn one, will probably shoot out and lead. It's probably safe to say, or it'll probably be thereabouts anyway. Barossa Rosa, 
inside of it, there's not a whole lot of speed. So I reckon it could cross right, a, right to the fence, maybe sit box seat or one out, one back. And I think it could get the run of the race. But if, if the uh, tempo is hot, don't get me wrong, I think likes of Jamea, Kiku, they are the class horses in this field. So I'd be very wary. Watch the market carefully. But, yeah, I'm happy to go the six bucks with Burros Rosa. All right. Uh, next is the 1,200-metre snippets, another million-dollar race. King of Sparta is the favourite, $1.90 now. So J-Mac riding for the Snowdens. Obviously, was a crack and win last start at Doombin. On the drift as well that day and won really well. Shooting for gold, our old mate is there at $6. Maltai, Space Boy, Hard Empire, even Axe is there. A couple of bucks. Looks like it's come for Axe. But uh, Tommy King of Sparta, very impressive last start at Doombin. Yeah, I think different gravy at the Gold Coast. So it's been very impressive, but um, it's going to be interesting if we are getting a few leaders home. You've got a bit of pace for Maotai and um, a few others in it. And Jamie Carr on Space Boy really intrigues me as well. If it can get to the lead pretty softly and really kick on, I really like Space Boy. It came second to IME, which is great form last start. It, it was the only horse that really troubled it, and IME just went past it. So I... I think he gets a few ticks here, Space Boy. Um, Barry Sticks straight to the front. Um, yeah, I, I like Space Boy at 950. But yeah, King of Spartan, a Sparta short for a reason. And Maotai is another good watch for me as well. Um, if he can sit on the back of Space Boy and uh, settle a bit and can really kick on. But um, not many horses catch Space Boy. What do you reckon, Kai? Give Space Boy any love? There is so much speed drawn across here. It is going to be frantic. I have no doubt about it. Like, I think shooting for gold, way it's been racing, it's been relatively forward. Space Boy, like Tommy said, definitely forward. Maltai, the likes. Hollyfield definitely shoots forward. And from Barrier, where is he? Barrier way out. Um, he he has probably no option but to step forward and can probably sit outside outside the lead, waste a lot of petrol might even be three wide going into the home turn. Who the hell knows? But there is a stack of speed. I see the point that Tommy's making. Space Boy is probably actually quite intriguing with Jamie Carr on board, but I'm going to go against the pattern of the day. And I'm, I don't think I was ever going to say this, but I'm going to take a little bit of value and jump on hard empire here. Um, two recent trials actually been pretty handy, handy time as well. Uh, albeit it's been at Bow Desert, I get it. But if it does anything remotely close to what it did in the missile stakes in the uh, spring, you know what? Like, I think it could posse a little bit closer. I'm hoping it gets two back, one out, thereabouts. So even if it's in the three, three wide line with a bit of cover, I think it's got a bit of, you know, that missile stakes, it had an electric turn of foot. And I think that was due to the the hot speed up front. So if, if it maps similarly, I can see it lobbing at a decent price and Rachel King's no slouch. So, yeah, I'm happy to take the odds here. 13 bucks with Toby and Trent Edmonds. Nice one. we got the two-year-old classic up next, $2 million race. Uh, Snowden's uh, lucky to have Empire of Japan and Sovereign Fund both at the top. Empire of Japan is 480. Uh, it's been up and down in the price, so spot's pretty solid now. Sovereign Fund has drawn also pretty wide. Empire of Japan 10, Sovereign Fund 15 at sixes. Uh, Platinum Jubilee, plenty of talk. Obviously, Regan is riding for Gay at eight bucks. Skirt the Law, bit of chat about that. The Tony Golan runner eight bucks in from 14. Infatuations on the drift. Empress of Wonder, pretty solid at 13. You got Royal Entrance, Sun Source. Bit of coin for it. That was actually a really good win uh, in Melbourne. 
think it's only had two starts, but some are loving as well, even there, $19. Uh, Tommy, what do you reckon? It's always hard finding the two-year-olds. Yeah, this year in particular, I reckon, mate. Like, I, I think it's really tough. Um, Emperor of Japan's been good. Sovereign Fund's been really good. You can make a case for a few. I, I don't mind the Godfather either if it drew a bit of a gate, but I think from out there is a bit hard. I actually want to go with one you mentioned there before. I think Skirt the Law um, yeah. from that gate gets it pretty easy. Tony Gollum was looking to run it last week because he really loves the um, the backup factor, but I think he might have kept it fresh, and I think it might be the, the go. I saw a lot of these, um, uh, the upside down A or the horse face. Uh, however, Black, Black Soil. Yeah. Black Soil, that's it. Those guys up there uh, last week as well. And I think they might have a live chance or the ladies might have a live chance here. Um, I, I, I think it's a really good horse. And seen this last trial, it was really good. So I'm going to go with it. But you can make a few cases. Cabbie, t- Cabbie on the way to the airport the other day tipped me partner in Jubilee. said he um, just needed a place for a, for a Mozza. And going back <laughs> and looking at its races, it's been doing really well. I'm on some 11 uh, early on. I've got massive wonders, but um, hopefully it runs well. But, yeah, you can make a case for a few. There's um, there's definitely some really good horses here. So uh, if you like a horse, um, get back it. I can't talk you out of any because I think it's a nice even race. What do you reckon, King? Level level race, and I'm I'm with Tommy here. I thought Skirt the Law was really handy off the back of that barrier draw. Um Talented horse, only two starts to its name, but both, you know, winning it quite dominantly as well. Eight bucks, I see value in that still. I think the I think the money will come for it. People will see barrier three, and if it is an on-speed day, it just it doesn't even have to lead. It could just box up, and as you can imagine, there is an absolute stack of speed in this as well. Uh, plenty will be carting across from that wide draw as well, so there's got to be horses that would be trapped five deep, six deep, rounding the home term. I'm, I'm sure of it. And skirt the law would just get the perfect run in transit, I think. Uh, won't have to burn too much petrol, all the above. So skirt the law on top for me. And the dangers, I think Bjorn's got a, a red-hot chance in infatuation. I like it. You can't discount Japan with J-Mac and the Snowdens. But barrier 10 with all that tempo around makes it very tricky. And same with Sovereign Fund. So I'm, I'm with the Queenslander here taking the, the chockies with skirt the law. Okay, skirt the law, $8. I'm keeping a little eye on Royal Entrance as well. Um, race number eight is the three-year-old Guineas, also a $2 million race, and Yellow Brick has been had a fair bit of talk about this horse um, this week. So uh, what is it? Open fives, now fours. Russian Conquest, J-Max Award for the Snowdens, uh, coming off a Gosford run, spiritualizes there. Tijuana, I like this horse. It's on the drift, but it's um, run quite well. Down in Melbourne, Hell I Am, we know the horse. It's uh, drawn 11, though, at 10s on the drift from 6. Stroll, uh, Craig Williams is aboard. I thought it was probably a bit disappointing last start. I, I really liked it, but Soothsayer, Latakia, Green Shadows, Fashion Legend, even King's Consort is there. But, Tommy, i got no idea. What do you reckon? Yeah, much the same, mate. It's um, uh, yeah, very open race. Um, you can see why people are talking the yellow brick. The King of the Mountain was really good. Beat some really good horses. Russian Conquest been very consistent. Um, you mentioned T1. I spiritualised been alright. There's a couple of here. I think I'm going to back each way at long prices. Uh, Hello, I am. I think it's really consistent. It's a di- completely different horse to this time last year. It's really found its um, found its groove, and I don't think it was that disappointing. I just uh, had a at an awkward gate last start at the Wyong and 
a bit intriguing. I like Jamie Carr on as well, 56 suits. Um, so it's, yeah, it looks good to me. And so does Stroll. Stroll really hampered last start and hopefully you can uh, – it can find a bit less trouble this time, maybe go a bit more forward. Craig Williams riding really well as well. Um, I think massive upside for this stroll. Uh, I, yeah, I really like it at $11. It's probably my main bet of this race. But the other one, um, the horse that beat it the other day, and if Josh Park can cross and he yeah. can get into a relatively good spot, will be fashion legend. And I think if, um, if, he, can, if he can find a bit of a break for it as well, I think it... It might be a horse that can cause a bit of an upset at the price, but the gate is a bit of a worry. But in saying that, I really like Stroll at the price. I think that's my main bet. Stroll 11, Fashion Legend is 23 bucks, but drawn 18. Coey? Uh, two, two bets for me. I can definitely see the, the the backing of Hell I Am. I do like it. But if I were to pick on top, I think Yellow Brick's a little bit on the unders. I think it could be a star in the making, but... I'm just not totally convinced with the King of the Mountain form line, so to speak. Uh, there was a few, I mean, it being a restricted cutest kind of race, it made it a little bit, you know, I think the field was a little bit lopsided to a certain degree. So I'm treading carefully with that form line. Uh, saying that, hell, I am comes out of the Gosford Guineas. I like that form line. I think Russian Conquest is hands down the best horse in this race. I think just the form and the races that it's contested in, I think it's far superior to anything else in the race. Uh, barrier 7, I think it drew. What was it? Sorry. Barrier... Let me scroll down. Barrier 9, I don't think should be an issue. It's, it is going to be probably going against the grain and it will probably settle towards the back, but you have to remember it's running the Magic Millions two-year-old race last year behind Cool and Gatter was enormous where it just absolutely sprouted wings and flew home, right? Uh, the, the further trip should benefit, it being 1,425 metres this. Uh, so I definitely see the five bucks being more value than the four buck yellow brick. And the other bet I would happily make is the top weight. I know it's going to be lugging 58 kilos, which could be the probably the biggest downside for it. But Tijuana uh, had a little freshen up trial about two weeks ago in preparation of this, comes out of, Pretty strong form lines, you know, group threes, listed races against the likes of Golden Mile, Berkeley Square, Jackano. You know, there, there's some elite types there. So I think it is a classy type, should handle the conditions well. But, yeah, the weight's a little bit of a query. But I'm with Russian Conquest here. Berkeley Square. Uh, yeah. <laughs> throw it in there. Um, the Millions Cup, million bucks, uh, 14.25 is the distance. Uh, Emerald Kingdom is the fave. A little bit of a drift, going to scoot out in front. Oscar Zulu, drawn one with J-Mac aboard, is eight bucks into fives. Holyfield is there, Brody Loy. Uh, Vega One's going around. That's always been one of mine. Uh, Love Tap, Amish Boy, even Petronius is there for Jaden Lloyd after talking to his young uh, younger brother. Uh, that's had a bit of coin for it, 19 into 12, and... You obviously got the likes of Animate, Paladis, Vinco, King Hastings and stuff there. But the main bet uh, or money for is Oscar Zulu, Tom. Yeah, you can see why. I think Emerald King – I really like Emerald Kingdom, but I just think the weight might be a bit too much. Uh, Win the other day was fantastic, though. Uh, Zulu gets, what, two and a half kilos on it. Um, it's been in competitive grade two, been doing really well. Um, until uh, yeah, until second up wasn't great, but uh, McDonald Waller, you got to think it's a big chance. Holyfield's yeah, sort of been disappointing. You thought after that first up win, it'd really go on, and 
had a couple of placings, but yeah, you thought maybe a couple more wins, but it's really intriguing. I love Jamie Carr on Vega One. Um, she's had a win on it before. Vega One's had a win at the Gold Coast before as well, so it gets a couple of ticks. The the big query is the weight though, sixty and a half over um over that cup. Uh, this yeah, fourteen hundred meter. I, look, I, I think it definitely can win, but yeah, the the weight's just yeah, a bit tricky. Love tap's so inconsistent. You just flip a coin if it's going to run good or not. Um, it, it's a really hard one for me. I, I like Usain Petronius before as well, Zach. I thought it's run the other day but with Paladar, so I actually think that form's not too bad, both of them stepping up. So I, I don't mind Petronius and Paladas maybe at a bit, a bit of each way, but very, very tricky race. I, I want to tip Vega 1, but I just can't have the weight. So, yeah, I'd maybe just a couple of those other ones at the longer price. You reckon, Kelly? They definitely didn't miss Oscar Zulu when opened at eight. Um, five bucks now gets the one draw, so I could definitely make you know a case for it. It's probably a chance, and you know Waller, Waller trains, so you know <laughs> he knows what he's doing. Let's be honest. Uh, I'm hoping that Tommy is wrong, and it is Love Tap's day tomorrow. <laughs> I think Barrier Six with the speed around to Hollyfield, Oscar Zulu couple of them coming out from wide. I think from barrier six, it should posse quite well. I'm, I'm hoping anyway. And I think last start was a forgive in the gong. I know. And it was it was a quickly run gong. Uh, it was, I think it was a track record over this over the mile. So, you know, that's that's saying something. And it was only 5.7 lengths behind. Not mass, not not huge. It's not panels and panels. Um, saying that, two starts back on the cup day, won the Grays race over 4,800. I think, the track will be a little bit of a query. I don't know how he'll handle, or, or she, I can't remember, uh, will handle Gold Coast. But that benchmark 90 at Flemington was pretty handy. And the way it won and picked up carrying 60 and a half on the day was pretty enormous. And now it's going to drop right down to 54 and a half or 55 thereabouts, I think. I think it's a definite chance at a half decent price. And obviously some people have liked it because the, there's been a light specking from 15 to 10 bucks now. So, yeah, I want to be with it. Okay, ten bucks. Last of the day is what do we got? Race number ten. It is another million dollar race, and Alpine Edge goes around a favourite. Jay Mac aboard for Toby and Trent. It's two ninety in from three fifty today. Originally four twenty. F Troop is still going around. Uh, Craig Williams and Gollan at four twenty. Indiscreetly, Wisdom of Water. Doctor Why Not. Safe work. Very intoxicating and stuttering, etc. A uh, bit of coin for Alpine Edge. Tommy drawn inside. Yeah, I've always been a big fan of this horse, but it's sort of let me down the last few starts. A bit of form there, coming second last start. Maybe a bit too short for mine. I actually, um, I can smell a little plan with this indiscreetly. Your first up target at the Gold Coast. It's um, it's one here before, or been at a class three, but uh, very consistent last start, finishing second behind Hot Spring Gold. Um, you know, benchmark eighty five and. Does well fresh by the looks of it. Um, yeah, maybe maybe there's a little plan here for indiscreetly. So I think um, I think it might be able to run okay. I could definitely make a case for F Troop. Craig Williams on for Tony Gollum does pretty well. And uh, a couple of others there as well that look all right. But, oh, yeah, I might just have something on indiscreetly. Okay. Ditto from me, indiscreetly. I think we'll find the fence and lead. Uh, trained at the track with Danny Begore. It's records, four starts, two wins in a second place. Distance shouldn't be a problem. Dry track could be ideal. 
I think it takes a lot of boxes and 54 kilos. It's it's definitely uh, it marks up to be the one to be for mine at the price as well. Like I think it's it's a heavy enough price. I'm just trying to find what else could be. The Alpine Edge is definitely unders for mine. I've spoken to a couple of the owners and they've lost all confidence <laughs> with this horse. Um, albeit that second place in the King of the Mountain was handy, but. Um, yeah, uh, I'm within discreetly, but I think that um, good luck to Josh, who will be probably calling this race with all those Les Ross runners. Yeah, best of luck, Josh. All right, uh, that is 10 of the best from Goldie. Uh, the boys have had a quick look at, or decent look at Rose Hill, so I'll have a look at those races. All right, Rose Hill, uh, the first goes around 1,100-metre uh, race. Obviously, Coe mentioned earlier about Steel City. That is still in the market, so be wary. Might go to Queensland. $2.30, red resistance there, drawn inside. Brett Preble is up to ride. 480, Queen of Dragons, Fighter Town, Figment. This is something that I know very little about, Tommy, but um, have you watched many of the trials? Yeah, actually, Preble now officially making Sydney his own, too. Oh, nice. So this is his first meeting in Sydney, and he'll be here. From now on, so um, that's that's good to see him here. Another another strong jockey in the uh, Sydney ranks. But I'll let Cowie talk about Steel City. It looks to run here. I don't, don't know if he'll gain a start up north. So um, I'll let him talk about it. Queen of Dragons is intriguing as we talked about the Snowdens earlier, doing so well at the moment. Uh, they've got a good one here. It's tried all right and um, great ground form line. Uh, mentioned this old Tuno, Richard Litt, Robbie Dolan, trialed. Like just a little sneaky uh, finish here, and if it um, has a race to run to suit, I think it might be able to do something. So, Altoona each way is a great place one, but maybe King of Dragons to win. Okay, Coe, still stick with Steel City if it runs. I think if Steel City wins, I think the trials is strong enough. Barrier six, Johnny Allen, I think it marks well. Um, saying that, uh, definitely, like I said, tread carefully. I think it if it gains a start in Queensland, it will go up there. I'm sure of it. Uh, it's too good of a race to miss. So I think it's half a million dollars up there for the debutant. So definitely be heading there. Uh, Tommy's already touched on Queen of Dragons. I think that is the only and likely danger from what I saw stifling through all the trials. I think it was definitely handy. Uh, 550 though, I wouldn't take it now, especially with Steel City still in the market. I uh, would definitely wait till final scratching Saturday morning uh, because I think the deductions would be pretty steep, I'm assuming. So... Uh, wait until whether Steel City stays or goes, essentially, to make the bet. And if he goes up to Queensland, definitely take Queen of Dragons. Okay. So keep that in mind. If the fave comes out, you'll be pounded with deductions. Uh, Kalino's going around as favourite in the next. It's $2.50. It's coming in quite a bit. Dylan's aboard, claiming two. Garrison's there. Tyler is riding for Kim Moore. That's eight fifty into five fifty On the drift is with your blessing. Uh, it's out to six bucks. Sacramony is there for Brett Preble. Espresso, Dynamic Impact, uh, they're all there. But Kalino, a bit of coin for it, Tommy, as with Garrison. Yeah, it's it's a tricky one. I sort of want to back Espresso or Garrison if uh, one of them weren't in the race because I think um, the two of them have a bit of a battle up front and it could probably do both their undoing and set, up, set it up for a couple of other horses. So... Um, Espresso has been nommed and scratched a lot, so if it does come out, I want to be with Garrison. I think it um, that win first up was really nice, and it's been backed, and you can see why. But um, I think espresso, and same with Espresso actually, it's had some really nice runs when it has run, but I think nommed and scratched every week, so it it's just intriguing there. I 
I, I think the horse could set it up for if they are both in, though, it's Sacramony. Um, ran really uh, strong finish last start into the placings. So, um, yeah, probably on Koala. I think he'll be doing a lot of run Koala while he's up here. So, um, yeah, intriguing sort of race. Um, yeah, but if it, it all depends on scratchings. Kelly? I'm with Kalino here. Um Going back on its form, I mean, its last start win was huge, I thought. One by two, two and a bit, Lance. I know J-Mac was on board. This time around, Dylan claims two kilos. So it only goes up a kilo in the same grade of race. So, And that was Saturday Company as well. So lots of merit. Uh, there's not too many in the field. It's not a big field. So I don't think it'll – everyone should get their chance. But the way Kalino found the line, that turn of foot was great in that race and – Everything, it ticks a lot of boxes. It's got Waterford, Mahagoni form, Pink Ivory form, Hammer on form. Like it, a lot of good horses, good kind of spring horses it's uh, got up against. So I can't look anywhere else. I'm going to go with Kalino and it, I reckon it's one for the Maltese. There you go. King of Spades goes around as favourite in the next. Dylan also riding. This is five bucks into 330. Uh, Zaru, big money for it. 11s into 440. Eastern Glow is there, drawn wide with Tyler aboard. Ever Carter, Trooper Knuckle, Danza Dell. Uh, looking any money for anything? Not really. Uh, big coin, Tommy. Zaru. Oh uh, yeah, uh, you can see you can see why it's been very consistent. But I, I just don't think any of them get any King of Spades. I think Danielle Side's been trained enormous lately. She's got all these new horses um, from this client. So, and put them to bed first up in the other highway as well. So I think it sets up for another big highway win. Dylan climbing too as well. It's very nice. So um, John Tan, I, I think it's pretty cut and dry. Kyle, you agree? I think he will be very hard to beat. I don't doubt that, but I've gone a little bit more wider and gone shopping just to see if I can find a price for a couple of them anyway. And I've landed on the princess of the highways of late, Amy McLucas, steering Keith Dryden's Trooper Knuckle from Barry Six. He'll be carrying 52.5 on the day, which is five kilos less than last start, and Canberra benchmark 70. Uh, handles the good condition. It pretty much rides on any conditions. It's pretty lightly raced five-year-old. I see a lot of upside. Amy McLucas is flying in these highways, so definitely a great booking by uh, Keith. Um, and nine bucks, I can definitely entertain. And one more at odds. I don't mind Russos's form, uh, but we will see. I think twenty-three bucks is juicy, but I'd, I'd be more inclined to take the place bet on it. Uh, but yeah, those three are the most prominent for me. Trooper Knuckle went round at Queenie in three in a row, one on a good, soft, and a heavy. So you're not wrong there, Kelly. So um, race number four, what do we got? A 78 uh, contributing factor is Faye. 440, Karen is is aboard this one. Per in a way, Dylan claiming to again uh, for Chris Lee's. Six bucks hasn't moved. Four Valor, Ringmaster is there. Mr. Preble aboard. A couple of bucks for it. So am I. Fear naught. Uh, the only money for anything really contributing factor, a couple of bucks for Ringmaster, Tommy. Yeah, and it was a good win on debut. Ringmaster, uh, uh, scratch from another race too, targets this one. I don't mind it. Uh, again, Preble riding, he might set up a nice uh, first day in Sydney. Um, yeah, for Michael Freeman, uh, trying to horse club. Uh, the only other one I really like would be the favourite in contributing factor. Um, first up, uh, record hasn't had a win, but it has placed before. Trials have been really nice. 
uh, tracking distance is a tick. And um, coming, it's 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 actually formed from its last few starts as well. It's had some decent horses like Casino Kid and a few others. So um, it's in the right sort of form lines when it was finishing last prep. So uh, if form holds up, I think yeah, contributing factor might be um, winning this race. You agree? I think six bucks is juicy for Ringmaster. Genuinely looking back at its form, strong win last start. And I think this could be Preble's first win of the day. Um, barrier two, maps well, six bucks, very nice. And I'm going to say it again, Tunners. So close, block your ears. It come, it's got Berkeley Square form. Mm. It's got Kibu form, Golden Mile form over the same trip in stronger grade. I think... Yeah, and it'll only be carrying 56 and a half and our benchmark 78. So, yeah, I've there's a few boxes ticked for mine. It's going to be running on a good good deck. So, yeah, ringmaster for me. Ringmaster, race five, 1,300 metres, Royal Merchant. Gets Johnny Allen, Kieran Murray and David Eustace Horse, $3.90 in from 480 Cotton Fingers is there at 650 Good coin for Regal Pom. Brett Pebble, Annabelle Nation, open 16s is now 8 so half that's quote straight acer is there at eight bucks. Bit of coin for powerful peg Dylan. Uh, anything else with money? Bit of money for Zutha. Brock Ryan's riding for Kieran Maher and David Eustace. And Tommy, you've got one of yours going around. Tyler aboard Joe Pride, but it's drawn eleven. Is it a chance? Yeah, drawn the widest gate. Um, look, I think the speed's all drawn next to him, so I think he gets a nice little card across. And um, if he can dictate it himself, I think. I think there's a massive chance. Um, the things that are wrong for him, we saw what happened a while first up um, from that wide gate. And if he misses it at all, you've done. Your, I think you've done your cash. But I think that win last start shows what he can do when he when he's on song. And Joe had a nice little comment. I played it for Cowie. He just had a nice. He's had a little bit of a spell after that break. He comes back into work, does all his work really well. And Joe's a really big fan of this horse. So. Um, yeah, I'm just going to tell you the reasons why it can win there as well as a couple of white can't. But uh, Schiller back on with Chad in Queensland. And Schiller spoke on this podcast about how he's a bit of a fan of this horse when he does jump uh, well in those trials and uh, last start as well. So, look, um, I'm going to be with the Ramones. But, yeah, there's um, there's a little bit a little bit of form in that race with Royal Merch and Johnny Allen riding for Kieran Maher and Cotton Fingers with Clifford and Running and a couple others. But... Uh, if if he gets the speed himself, I, I think he's right in it at $13. What about you, Coey? I definitely could entertain Ramones for an each way. I'd listen to this, uh, the audio from Joe Pride that Tommy was just mentioning then, and he sounded pretty confident, and I don't mind it. It drawn the car park. I think just the fact that it will won't have anything on the outside of it. It should find a spot at Rose Hill. Wyong's just too tricky. You miss you miss the jump and you, you're four wide, five wide, and consequently that's just going to be – the the race is over by that stage. Um, saying that, yeah, I could definitely entertain the each-way quote on Ramones. Tyler on board. Tommy's already touched on the 54.5 kilos. I think it all wears just up. I think it's a classy, classy enough horse. Definite danger is the favourite Royal Merchant. Uh, I think – it's hard to argue this filly, you know, uh, very lightly raced, four starts, two wins, and a minor. But it has got some decent form lines, um, distance suits, dry deck, tick, uh, Johnny Allen on board. The the barrier could be a slight 
disadvantage. 390 could be slightly on the underside, but yeah, I can see why it's the favourite. So I'll be happy to back both Royal Merchant and Ramones. Okay. The midway is race six. Uh, DeAndretti is the fave. A little bit of a drift, though. Uh, drawn wide, and I guess it hasn't won since its first up win at Hawkesbury. Uh, Oakville Jukes there at six bucks. Uh, Dalalat, good coin. Dylan Aboy for Nathan Doyle, 17 into seven. Gibosh on the drift, 950. Compassionate is at 10 bucks. No jock there at the moment. Super bright at 13, and nothing else has been particularly backed. Uh, good coin. Tommy Dalalat, what's doing there? Nathan Doyle horse is um, fourth up now. Yeah, the big D, Dalahat, um, I he's, uh, he's actually, his form's better than it looks. He was only a couple of starts ago, it says fifth and seventh, but he was only a couple of legs off the winners as well and um, finishing really strong. I think Dan Dreddy will not run from that wide gate. I think there's a race at Canterbury next Friday, then it probably runs in, so just take note of that. And, yeah, I think the big D comes in a bit, so look out for Dallahart. Um, Kai Bosch has been uh, impressive in the trials as well, so a little look for it. And one at odds I don't mind is actually Don Luigi. I think, I'm pretty sure it was the horse that did um, a couple of laps around Hawkesbury a few weeks ago, but it's last three starts since then. Maybe it just got him fit. Um, have been really good, a second, a third, and a win. Um, for Kerry Parker, and it's it went to Maria and had a nice win there in an open class, and finds itself in the midway here. And Kerry Parker is a really good trainer with some good horses, so it really intrigues me. Um, Preble on there as well. Probably price comes in if um, Dan Dreddy comes out, but yeah, it uh, Don Luigi intrigues me. King thoughts? It's a typical midway, really, isn't it? Like it's you can look every which way and still miss. And I feel that this is definitely one of those races. You could definitely find a few at odds, like Tom just mentioned. The big D looks pretty handy with um, two kilos off its back. I think the only query I have is barrier two because it does tend to settle worse of midfield, I think. So getting out at the right time, it's going to need a lot of luck in running. So that's the only query for mine. I think it's got a fitness edge and everything else that goes with it. Seven bucks, it's been backed. Uh, can't argue about it. Uh, Oakfield Duke, I could definitely entertain. 60 kilos sounds heavy, but that's what it's been carrying for the last couple of starts. Uh, and the one runner that I guess I want to keep safe is this kibosh from the uh, the Thompson Yard. It hasn't run in over a year, and its most recent st- uh, trial is nothing to rave about. It was just a, a track gallop, essentially. It came dead last by seven, uh, close to eight lengths behind Forzanini. Um but saying that, it's, it's, there's a little bit of a oh, – it's drifting out, sorry. But, yeah. yeah, like 950, it's still in the marketplace, you know, well and truly. It's single figures. Uh, I'll be keeping it safe. Barrier one. If it jumps cleanly, I'll be I'll be curious what happens here. But, yeah, I'm kind of leading between Oakfield Duke and Dullard at the moment. All right, first leg of the quaddy is 1,100 metres. Spacewalk, fave for Godolphin. $2.80. Tyler is aboard. Dehorn Unicorn is there at 3.10. Maria Mia. Uh, Dylan is riding at 6.50. It's pretty much bang on. Hasn't moved an inch. Uh, likewise with Midwest, a couple of bucks in. A couple of dollars for a Super Pursuit. Uh, Valmaster is there again. Mr. Mosaic, depth that varies. Uh, not much happening here, Tommy. Probably Spacewalk's probably been the best backed, but it's, um, it's only one. It's one race at Canterbury in its career. Yeah, comes back at Gelding too. So um, 
Uh, I think it's a bit intriguing. Uh, its trial was its trial was pretty good. They actually led with it, but I hope they don't in this race. I hope they just take a seat because I think there's plenty of speed with Midwest uh, going to the front. And you think Midwest could be up here for a little um, hit and run mission? And Mr. Mosaic from Barrier One um, will have a ton of speed as well. So I I think either Spacewalk or Dehorn Unicorn from that. Um, just, just taking a little bit of a sit, let let the speed unfold and can really um, get into the race. Uh, I, I think it's out of those two, whether it's Dehorn Unicorn, whether it's it's really good form this prep, or it's Spacewalk with the um, with coming back two stones lighter and uh, no weight with uh, Tyler Schiller on fifty three. Um, yeah, just probably whatever price you can get better on the day. I don't mind Dehorn Unicorn at three ten at the moment. Kelly. Just a quick question. Is Midwest the thing that Court keeps talking about? That's going to be the the next sprinting ranks of of Australia? Yeah. That was I haven't what... put a red pen through it yet, so maybe not. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was after it won a bunch of those uh, last year. Yeah. Well, let's be honest. If he's uh, he's up here for in a benchmark 88 with mm. a claimer on, Chris, I, if it doesn't win this, we could yeah. be in a bit of trouble. But saying that, yeah, Tommy's pretty much nailed it. I think Spacewalk's just the better horse. That's just how I see it. I think it maps well. Tyler on board. 280, I could still entertain. It's definitely one for the multis for mine. And I wouldn't mind specking a little bit, a small each way on Super Pursuit. Uh, comes out of that IME form. Uh, third run, I think there should be a little bit of tempo in this. Definite place chance for mine. So, yeah, 15 bucks, 320 the place at the moment. I can entertain a small... Small portion of my money there, but spacewalk. Love it. Uh, tab handicap, 1,500 metres, race eight. Saigon is favourite. Banju's there, great win last start. Uh, Majorati drawn a bit wide is sevens. Good calling for two big fiery. Aaron Bullock is riding. Mandaboss, one of mine. I like this. Uh, I like the $10 too. Ran really well. That second to ran to Colour Sergeant last start. Modern Millie is there, unrelenting. Sweet Ruby, and nothing else has really been backed. No, nothing. Uh, Tommy, not much money going on here. Maybe a couple of bucks for Too Big Fiery. Oh, mate, I'm a big I'm a big Banjo fan. It was great to see him mm. finally uh, get that win last start, and he'd been consistent without um, getting a win for a while. And after a long break, having those four starts, maybe we see um, it, it go on and keep even more goals after this. So I want to be with Banjo, Karen Non. Now with Reese, um, I think riding elsewhere, maybe. I'm not sure. But, um, yeah, I think Banju is the one I want to be with. The one at odds, I'll give a little plug to. Johnny Allen on Above and Beyond after Tyler won on it last start is a bit of a watch. I, um, I thought it was really impressive there. And um, Andrew Martin keeps talking up Phillipsburg to everyone that <laughs> listens. And yeah. uh, you got to you got to think it's due for something soon. I still think it needs a lot of rain, but, um, yeah, watch Phillipsburg. But I want to be with Banju. Okay. Coey? I – it's a tricky little race. It's a handy, handy couple of horses, very, real, like, level. Uh, Tommy's already touched on it. I think the each-way play is above and beyond. Uh, Banju gets that four-and-a-half kilo rise. It wasn't a really nice win that – Fortnight ago was it? Um, but five fifty, four and a half up. Little, little bit of a question mark, just a small one. I think if if it holds up, uh, he'll he will be hard to beat, and five fifty is probably about the right price. Saying that, yeah, above and beyond. I think the last start win was good. It's 
loses a little bit of weight even after that win. The drift does worry me slightly, but you know what, 15 bucks, 440, I can definitely entertain a little bit. Love that. All right, race number nine, 2,000 metre distance race, and Touristic is favourite. Karen is aboard. It's been palmed from $16. Greek Heroes there, drawn really wide at 650 on the drift. Uh, what else we got? Tony B, a couple of bucks for that, and nothing else. I guess Three Wise Men, no jock, but it's been uh, a big drifter. But Touristic, Tommy, big big backing for this, um, off ex-international horse. Yeah, what, 16's into what Five. now? Yeah, five. A um, few people make it their best bet of the meeting too. So you gotta you got to take note. I think, yeah, the bit of form around this horse. So I'm definitely liking it. Um, one at odds, though, I will say I was on it on New Year's Day and it absolutely flew from the back. Um, the only thing that made up ground all day uh, was Island Bay Boy. And draws Barrier 1 here, but it doesn't have a jockey. I just wonder... If it might be going somewhere else, uh, it's not nominated for anything else. But at seventy-one dollars and seventeen dollars a place, I don't think it is the worst each way chance. But yeah, touristic definitely the one to beat. Coey, agree. Touristic. I remember I did um, punters intel when it. I think it ran on the Chris. It was it Christmas Eve, um, and the show subsequently after that meeting, it had one of the strongest last sixes and last twos. Uh, of the meeting and it was a very innocuous run because it was tailed off last up until maybe the last 300 meters where it started you know started getting through the work and everything else i think it steps up does it yeah it steps up by 200 meters i think that's handy it'll be perfect for that karen stays 56 kilos handy type and obviously five bucks now god imagine getting the 16s yeah. i want, wouldn't mind a slice of that Although I've missed the price, I'm happy to still back it. I think the one danger I've chalked up is the toppy. Uh, I know Greg Hero is going to be carrying a little bit of weight, but saying that, rock hard fit, carried 60 last start, sorry. So, you know, it's going to be actually half a kilo lighter. It's going to be drawn the absolute car park, but winning form is good form. Uh, comes out of the benchmark 78. It's the same grade, essentially. I see a little bit of merit. Uh, as long as it stays dry, um, six fifty though, probably slightly on the underside. So I guess touristic for mine as well. Yeah, best of luck if you got the sixteens. Must be nice. Race number 10, 1100 meter dash to end the day. Snapped is the favourite. Three dollars ten. Maddie Cartwright is riding. Uh, had a last start win at Sandown. Uh, Kier Royale is going round. Johnny Allen aboard. Wave Rider Boy at eight dollars. Field Weary Jewelry. Uh, Forzanini is there as well. Be nice to win, but uh, yeah, not much happening in the last. Uh, favorites pretty good, I think. Snapped Jarry one, Matty Cartwright, and coming off a nice win, Tommy. Yeah, win was really good. So yeah, you got to think Snap's going to be uh, definitely in it. Uh, coming from Melbourne, um, the other horse I wanted to mention was Bitcoin Baby. Uh, very big price first up and. Uh, ran home late, and I think there's a bit of speed in this race that uh, might set it up for Bitcoin Baby again. So, breaking a few of Brett Prebbles uh, on Saturday, and I think this is another really good chance for Gerald and Sterling. Second up form's okay too, and yeah, I thought it was a really good uh, win first up. Um, maybe it can do it again. Okay. I have a little bit of a query on Snapped. I think, in, I mean, just that Melbourne form line, I'm not sure if the if it really beat that much, uh, that mare. So, albeit it did have some uh, Group 3 races in 
earlier in the month, is it? Yep, February 25 last year. But even then, uh, 310 seems a little bit on the short side, even with the claim and Matty Cartwright coming all the way to Sydney. I'm thinking 550 for Kerr Royale is probably where I want to be. Johnny Allen and Sunshine in Paris could be a special horse in the making. So finishing within the minors of that, I think, holds merit. Uh, carries 59 kilos, same trip, fillies and mares grade. I think third up, rock hard fit on a dry surface, which – relishes so ticks a lot of boxes for mine uh Kerr Royale at 550 looks to play all right that is 20 of the best uh boys enjoy I am off to see a three-hour movie in Avatar tonight so wish me luck to stay awake uh Tommy enjoy the Goldie uh don't let any horses go for a swim like they did last week in the canal we don't need any more of that um, um, yeah, hopefully they don't come in threes after the uh, week of the Gold Coast. Yeah, there's definitely something coming. So uh, enjoy. Best of luck. Hope you win. Uh, Coey, enjoy the pub if you are not working. I'll be at some sort of watering hole. Don't you worry, Thomas. All right. Thank you, boys. Cheers, boys. Go, Ramones.